Welcome, welcome. You're now tuning in to Top 5 Podcast, the weekly millennial podcast where we unpack what's relevant in the culture. Everything from music, sports, politics, and anything in between. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the vibes. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for tuning back into Top 5 Podcast. You're listening to Joe V.E. We've got Duke in the house. What's going on, y'all? We also got TV here. Yeah. We've got Michael joining us. What's going on? How's everybody doing? And we've got Keith. Good, y'all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are at episode four. And I figured now is a good time to roll into our what's in your cup segment. And so this is going to be a segment all about where we share kind of like what's going on with us, what's in our cup, um, and share that piece of us with you all. Um, anybody want to get us started and let us know what's in your cup? Well, I'm going to start off. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sipping a little red wine. You know what I mean? That's, that's what's going on in my cup right now. Um, but mentally, physically, I'm in a good place, spiritually as well. Um, you know, had to had to get through some hurdles throughout the week, but you know, we still pr- pushing through. Um, you know, it, this this weather's been a little crazy. I'm trying to get to an island, you know, and, and be on a beach somewhere. But other than that, I'm chilling. I'm glad to be here with y'all. Facts. This winter, this winter is a buzzkill. Okay, for real, for real. Um, for me personally, um, the weather is like. Duke said the weather is a buzzkill. I am from the 305, a Miami girl through and through, and winter just doesn't agree with me. Um, but besides that, my playlist page has been kind of taking off a bit. I put out a pretty dope playlist for um, Valentine's Day. It was like a sexy time playlist that a lot of people enjoyed. Um, and so that brought me some joy and whatnot. But besides that, I just reminded my business, keep my head down, trying to get through the school year. That's Kind of what's going on with me. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I got a little uh, Chardonnay in my cup, you know, Chipotle cup, free marketing. It's like, but no. <laughs> Sponsor <laughs> us. There's not too much uh, really going on with me. Not too much I can really complain about. You know, every day I think about, like, you know, a lot of people in the world are going through way worse than me. So it's like, I got to be fortunate for what's going on. Uh, I'm like y'all, you know what I'm saying? I'm down here in Charlotte. So like the weather's actually been pretty nice uh, for the most part. No, yesterday it was damn near 70 degrees. But yeah, yeah, Keith, you, you coming up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll uh, be there next week. I can't wait. Hey, we, we gonna do something. But yeah, it's not really much, right. you know, really complain about. So I'm here. I'm happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. I can dig it. I can dig it. Mm. Look, me personally, I don't know about something in my cup, but right now I'm just enjoying the Knicks playing good basketball. We made a trade recently, you know, for Derrick Rose. I think it's a good trade. Quickly he's going to be, you know, um, coming up under him. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how we how we continue to grow as a team. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a lifelong Knicks fan, so any type of light at the tunnel, I'm in favor of it. So right now that's what I'm enjoying. I want to see, to see us continue to play good basketball. Um, you know, and go from there. Very right. early in the, it's very early in the season, sweetheart. But it doesn't so matter. On. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Good. good basketball is good basketball. It doesn't matter oh. when. So, you know, everybody always got something to say about the Knicks when we're playing good. It's early, but it's cool. So that's what I'm enjoying right now. If you right like now. it, I love it. Hmm. Well, right now I got that. Uh, what is this called? Is Cynthia overachieving H two O? Um, I don't know if anybody does uh, journaling or whatever when you write out your goals for the year and everything you want to accomplish. And one of those things was like getting back in the gym, running again, getting my cardio back. And I'm back in DC and this weather is ridiculous. So I don't know how the running's about to go. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, I mean, I'm good. I mean, I set my goals out for the year and I'm making sure I'm actually going after them, you know, staying active. So, I mean, things are good. I'm happy. I'm motivated. That's all I want. I like it. I like it. Glad that everyone is in a good space. 
Um, for our listeners, if you feel inclined to share with us what's in your cup, what's going on in your lives at this point when you're listening, feel free to hashtag. Um, we'll talk to us via our, via our hashtag on Twitter. That's hashtag top the number five and then IVE pod. One more time. That's hashtag top the number five and then IVE pod. Um, let us know what's in your cup and how you're feeling about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Top five, top five, top five. Damn, son, where'd you find this? All right, folks. Thanks again for joining us. Um, we've got some juicy topics in store. I figured because the name is Top Five, Top Five Podcast, that's us. Um, I want to start by talking about our top five, like the top five best social media apps of all time. And let's see if our you know, lists kind of line up. I know for me personally, Twitter is number one, period. Twitter is uh, the best I, social media app, period. I can agree. I know a lot of people are going to agree with you. I, I disagree. I mean, I, Twitter is good. Twitter is good. And by far, they've been around the longest more than any other social media app has, has been out. But um, I mean, me personally, I like MySpace. I know most people probably don't even remember it, but- I my, love MySpace. Yeah, you were able to do everything that you could do on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all this other stuff. Plus post music, post the background, code, all this stuff, you know. So that was that was my first experience on social media. I loved it. I wish it never went away. If it came back, I'll, you know, I'll I would be interested in it. That's I'm not even big on social media, but I love the fact that you can personalize your page and everything like that. So it is good. MySpace was dope and I appreciated MySpace for what it was, but one, it was stressful because like that code and shit, if you didn't know what you was doing, you had to like get somebody else to like, you know, do it for you and it was just stressful. And then on top of that, like, so um, remember how like when Snapchat first rolled out, you had like your best friends list? And like MySpace got that top whatever joint that used to get a lot of people in trouble. Okay, like on Snapchat with the best friends list or on MySpace with the top whatever. Why am I not in your top? Like Twitter eliminates all of that, and all it is is you didn't set any guidelines. Snapchat changed the game though. Like at one point for MySpace, I just was just like, here's my top four. If you're not in it, that means we just haven't known each other long enough. If you knew how to code, you could actually take that that whole thing off your page. You didn't even have anything on it. I had a top six. People used to be real mad they wasn't in that top eight or that top 16. I had to make it a 16 because I was like, all right. 16? I had 24 at one point. 24? Bring everybody. I don't want mm-hmm. nobody mad. Yeah, I did that, but that was just too much. I was just like, why are all you people up here? I don't even talk to you that yeah, I would have Twitter number one. Too much. I would have Twitter number one, but like, you know, can- cancel culture kind of took over Twitter, uh, looking up old tweets and stuff. So it's like, that's the only part why I wouldn't say Twitter's number one. But other than that, I got Twitter number one too. But besides people looking up like 10 year old tweets and like trying to use it against people, it's like, uh, but I got MySpace could probably be fourth, I want to say, you know. I would put no I would put my spaces too. Twitter's still one and the only thing the only thing that I feel like could make Twitter even better if it integrated the whole music that like my I love the my like the music that you could add to your MySpace page. I think that was my favorite part of MySpace. But besides that, Twitter is definitely it's user friendly like that's the shit. That's where it's at. It's news, it's jokes, it's it's everything. I like I'm that. glad that we can at least agree that Instagram ain't it. I feel like we're not definitely Instagram right now. Like Instagram has been a while, been around for at least I want to say nine years, maybe. And we've been Instagram on Instagram is. every day. It's no way we could just leave Instagram out of top three. If yeah, people talk I mean, bad about Instagram, but like, people be on yeah, We're addicted. There's a lot of times I like Instagram more than Twitter personally. Me too. Oh, sometimes I don't I don't care to I don't care to read your thoughts. I just want to see a picture. Exactly. Especially if you don't know what you're talking about, then you yeah. have the grammatical errors. It's, it's too much. I don't care what you're, what's going on right now. I can care less about what you're thinking. What do you look like? <laughs> Yo, the, the grammar <laughs> issues really get to me, though. I swear. I, I messed up one tweet. It'd be good tweets. So I messed up one good tweet, though. But yeah, the- uh, on, my, on my list, I feel like TikTok is honestly number one. Um, just because I've been able to learn. So much. <laughs> oh nah, I've, I've been able to learn so many things from TikTok. How many dances? <laughs> it's not about the dances. I'm talking about like financial stuff, 
like how to you know invest in certain things like i learned this thing where if you get a, uh if you're able to buy a vending machine and you put like snacks and stuff in there you're able to have like residual income each month like that like oh, that's on like every social media yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely <laughs> one thing i will say I, I got tiktok number one as far as like comedy like you could be scrolling what? for hours and you could just be dying Y'all not gonna do that. Like Vine, Vine didn't do it first. I right. didn't even have a Vine, but I definitely used to go on World Star Hip Hop for those Vine compilations oh, on a weekly basis. Okay. Vine, Vine might have been the funniest. Yo, World Star Hip Hop Vines. Oh my God, that's a classic. Those why why is it that number fun. one? Number Come one, on will be <laughs> World Star. Vine did it first. Vine did it first. Vine got a lot of people famous too. So I've already heard at least five different social media apps. We had we heard Twitter, we heard TikTok, we heard Vine, we heard MySpace and Instagram. Snapchat and no I'm way. and I'm a, like Snapchat as like a. I don't even have Snapchat. Like, people be trying to act like they don't be on Snapchat, but people be on Snapchat. People. The only on. reason Snapchat is still on my phone is because of the memories and the filters. That's the only reason I use Snapchat. I don't post nothing on there. I don't look at nobody's shit on there. I'm taking my little video, my little picture with a little filters. I'm saving it and I'm going to Instagram. Yeah, I deleted Snapchat after they started doing like Snapchat premium accounts. I was like, I'm not paying for y'all account. What is that? Uh, Who did you follow that you needed to do? Yeah, that's what I was nah, like, you know how people like You know Duke the one in them fucking moan rooms oh, and shit. Yeah, yeah, sure. oh. <laughs> you did say you was in the moan rooms. Nah, facts. That was not me. That was you. But anyway, <laughs> speaking about the moan rooms, I hate Clubhouse. Clubhouse has got to get out the top five. Yeah, Clubhouse didn't even make top five. Nah. Clubhouse had, it had its moment. I, I ain't gonna hold y'all. It had its moment. Like two um, weeks. And if you were Only two weeks. I was on there for maybe three weeks and then they started letting a bunch a bunch of other people on there and then the topics started getting worse and worse and so now I'm not on there anymore but them first three weeks that I was on there I was really making it like um I was using it like with intention and really purposefully and it was it was a really good place to just connect with like-minded people if that's what you wanted to do now if you wanted to sit up in moan rooms and talk about twitter topics basically then there's a space for that as well and there still is plenty of spaces for that now but yeah clubhouse clubhouse really ain't it for me personally but isn't that all based on who you follow because I could literally say that about any social uh, media not necessarily because you, you have a, like a bunch of rooms where like you just join a room and it could be like a whole bunch of random people. So how do you get into like those rooms? So I know you can't go to any room you want to. Like some you need invitation. I mean, it's something that's locked. So you can go to any. Once you have, once you're on Clubhouse, you can go on into, into any room you want to. Unless the room is locked. Like unless I create the room and I put it as like invite only, that's the only way. But that really ever happens. Oh, I've never experienced that. People don't. Yeah, people don't do that really. People don't do that. I've never experienced that. But yeah, Clubhouse ain't it. For me personally, shout out to all y'all still on Clubhouse, making it do what it does and whatnot. But yeah, that's not even top five. That's not even top. Uh. So can we all agree that Twitter's number one? Nah. No. Wow. Well, we can agree to disagree because this is definitely my number one. I'd be on Twitter faithfully. I, I'm not even tweeting. Not even tweeting, just scrolling. Have y'all made money off of Twitter as much time as y'all own? Mind your business. The fuck? Okay. <laughs> Pocket watching ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> But while we talk about Twitter and social media, um, man, this clout chasing shit is really taking over and it's really taking the fun out of like just scrolling and for the laughs. Like people who are intentionally putting out just dumbass content just for the engagement and then to fucking reply to their tweet and say, follow me on this shit are really ruining my Twitter experience personally. That's just me though. Do you guys remember what it when they used to do like dangerous challenges, like lighting yourself on fire? Like it was a challenge where like you could pour alcohol in your hand and you light it on fire and you see how long it's gonna take until like it hurts. I never tried it, but I'm sure y'all seen that. Y'all know about the cinnamon. Where the cinnamon challenge, cinnamon challenge. Cinnamon out here People choking themselves like, with yeah. a spoonful of cinnamon and shit. Ending up in the hospital. Like what other? There was another challenge. They had they had like a tide challenge. Tide pods. Tide pods. Oh, yeah. tide pods. Tide pods. That's what the kids were doing. Like Going crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. know, yeah, remember the planking challenge? People were falling off like buildings and stuff. Yo, I, to do plank. 
Look, see, that's, that's that some wild stuff. Stuff. Why, why are we following these stoplights? <laughs> I was like, why would you do that off a stoplight? How do y'all define? How do y'all define uh, clout chasing? Like, what is clout? Maybe addiction to attention, looking and seeking mm -hmm. approval of other people that you don't know. Mm -hmm. It could be people you do know too. That too, yeah, yeah. You do or don't know, but you're you're seeking gratification from them for for doing something wild. I want to say. Sometimes it ain't even something wild. Like it's either something wild, something dumb, or something like Dangerous. that could be sexualized. That too. I feel like it's just it's just something. It's, it's just attention. Period. Like they don't care what it's for. If they can get attention for sitting still and staring at a mirror, they will do it. Like people are just addicted to attention, likes, views, all like, and I don't know why. For the life of me, I can't figure out why people want. I mean, platform to do nothing on. I can understand if like you had something, but like everybody's just like pressed for fame, and I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. That's I think it's today. Um, I mean, you can monetize. You can monetize clout. Especially if you look at, uh, I mean, we could go into athletes. Oftentimes, if you're an athlete and you're someone with a lot of clout, your games typically make the uh, national televised games compared to those who are just as good as you. They just don't really care about the stardom and you'll rarely ever see them, period. I yeah, mean, you're definitely right a about benefit that. to it. it I think, it, I mean, clout's a tool. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it makes you famous. It gives you influence. It gives you power. And the more clout you have, and if you use it right, I mean, it opens up doors for you, quite honestly. But I just think nobody has like actual, I'm not going to say nobody. There's a lot of people who don't think about what's next. They just need to get there and they'll figure it out later. When you're talking about athletes, I feel like you're talking about uh, like a Zion and, and a Ja Morant. I mean, I mean, everyone has some, I mean, you, I, everyone here, everyone has some form of clout, whether it's good, bad, I mean, a small amount, large amount. I mean, look at LaMelo. LaMelo's clout was gigantic before he even got to Charlotte. Then once he got to Charlotte, he's automat automatically became like the face of Charlotte and he's everywhere right now. And all he does is play. And quite honestly, like even before, like when we, we, just, we were just talking about him last week and he was like, I mean, a lot of stuff he was doing was just highlights. He wasn't really doing anything, but that's the way he plays, you know? I mean, that's just who he was. He wasn't really chasing going out his way to do anything to, I mean, that's who he is as a person. There's a lot of eccentric people out there who are just naturally gonna have clout and he's one of them. So what's the what's the difference between good clout and bad, bad clout? Is there a difference or is all clout just clout? And when I think about the athletes and me, it's it's good cloud of you if, if it's generic. You know what I mean? Like they didn't they didn't go out of their way to create that cloud. You know, I don't feel like they did. I feel like they were just being themselves and they just happen to be talented and people gravitate towards your talent. That's one thing. That's something that you just can't, you know, you can't control. Some people just have that or they have that energy about them. If you're a talented athlete or a talented artist or whatever, your art or your skill will get you that clout. The issue, yeah, the issue is is that we have everybody that wants to be on the same platform as Zion or wants to be on the same platform as an artist and wants to be on the same platform as anybody who has a talent that gets them that clout, but they don't have that talent and they don't have that special ability to get them there, nor are they willing to, to build that special ability. Everybody wants the reward without doing the work. So as a result, they do these, these dumb things and these challenges and they, you know, they do whatever it is. It's like, it's like a kid that wants attention. And they're jumping up and down doing jumping jacks or something, something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's that's just what I what I see. It's like everybody wants to be on that stage, but who has the talent? Like everybody wants to be rich and everybody wants to be famous. But what is it that's going what is the work that you do that's going to get you that money? Everybody's so focused on the money. What do you focus instead of focusing on the money, focus on your craft? The money will come later. The attention will come later. But you know. Something that really grinds my gears are like people who, like you're saying, like they they don't have like a talent for real, but they just have this platform, this super big platform for some shit like reality TV, like the Kardashians and their platform and their reach and the way that they are able to monetize their platform for literally just sucking up air and 
having a look like if people just disengaged from all of that content like all of that would go away but like the more ridiculous things that she posts about like the difference between her like con um, complexion and stuff just to rile people up and like get more engagement just feeds into that whole machine and it like Using it's, it's this whole, like cycle that goes round and round. If people just disengaged and didn't give them a click, didn't give them that view, then that whole thing just like dismantles itself. But people keep falling for it. And now we got people doing dumb shit on a daily basis just to try to put themselves on with like, like Michael said, with nothing to back it up. Like now you got all of these views, all of this attention, and now you're mad because everybody's in your business, but you put everybody in your business. All right, one I'm of the biggest things that right. one of the apps that we, yeah, well, apps that we didn't talk about for our social media is YouTube. I mean, that's the one that's one that's making millionaires. It's literally kids just opening toys. But there's actually people who are YouTubers, YouTubers who are actually are like who do a lot of clout chasing. I mean, got like someone like Logan Paul now trying to box everyone who he's basically unqualified to fight but picking on all these guys who are retired or they even box from the be to begin with i mean i mean people are making millions off of it i mean i'm not saying that uh after the look down but i mean personally i don't tune in i think it's stupid i hate how espn and everybody else covers it but i mean they made a very luxurious life doing something that i mean I mean, it's going to inspire people. I just don't know what the answer is to get people to tap out. Even these, like, there's a bunch, these kids literally sit up on YouTube and watch other people play video games. Like, that. You know, <laughs> or, these, or people who watch, like, these YouTube couples. It's yeah, mind-boggling to me. I think we're getting further and further. Like, we're straying from the light more and more. And the people that the YouTube couples, they do things based on what they think people want to see. Like they're not being genuine or anything. So like you could say that they're cloud chasers too, to be honest. They're doing things that they would normally never do. But they're doing it because they have the viewers and it's like, oh, let's see how they would react to this. Boom, boom, boom. They just do whatever. It's, it's funny because like it, I guess when you talk about the good cloud and the bad cloud, I don't think that um, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've never watched the YouTube couple, so I don't, I don't know. Like I don't watch reality TV and all that stuff like that, so I'm not sure what they do. But if you do anything, like those people that play the video games and the gamers and stuff like that, I feel like that's good club because they're not doing anything outside of themselves. Like technically, that's a skill, and people just happen to want to tune in to see their skills. So like, I'm not mad at that. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not going out of their way to try to get another. Like it's just I just so happen to play the game and people tune in. I'm not mad at that. But if like you go out of your way to try to appeal to an audience because you know that they're going to, you know what I mean? Then that's kind of different. That's like rappers doing doing dumb stuff because they know they're going to make like, like yeah. the, the good rappers don't even really be in the media like that trying to like put themselves out there. The ones that actually need the attention or need that that clout, you know what I'm saying? They're the ones that, that are doing these dumb things so they can get like blogs to post them and then get their name up, which is like, that's definitely bad clout. For sure. It's a uh, rapper out Brooklyn who was um, ended up on an MTA bus with a flamethrower. And then I was in a room on Clubhouse and he's mentioning, yeah, that allegedly was me. And I was on South Beach. It was allegedly me and I got arrested. But like he, he was thriving off of that. You know what I mean? It's just like, can we, we really need to draw the line between, you know, uh, clout and like bad attention. Because there's, there's like, if we look at it, they're like, People who are playing gaming, that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, you're making money off of your skill, your talent. But, like, people who are generally planning, like, game planning, like, the day before, yo, this is what I'm going to do, and these are the type of reactions that I'm going to get. Like, we have to really draw that line. Like, all right, is this adding to the community, or is it taking away? Somebody literally just got shot because they were filming, shot and killed, like, a, a kid, some white kid was um, staging like a fake robbery and they chose the right one that day because homie, See, homie killed them. That's, like that's off some clout chasing shit. That's my concern because like when you look at people and even people like like the Paul, Jake Paul, whatever, and his, his brother, whoever it is. But like when you have things like that, you have kids that watch that, the message that they're getting is you can do anything 
to get attention and to get, you know, to get money or whatever the case may be. And it was the same thing with, you know, I don't even want to mention his name, but the rapper that came out, you know, a few years ago that was saying all kinds of wild stuff. And this trolling thing, that trolling like really is, is the issue. He's talking about 6 9 I'm not like it's that's that that's the shit that's like the stuff I'm talking about. Like even mentioning his name is giving him power. And only reason I'm using it as an example. So it's like kids see that in this whole trolling thing where people are willing to sacrifice their morals, they're willing to sacrifice values, core values as human beings, sacrifice general humanity for attention and you know, for for money, money too. Like people leave that out too. Like and that's a problem. That's I think that's a problem that has to be addressed amongst our culture is that people are willing to sacrifice anything in the name of trolling. And these kids think they can get away with talking to anybody any kind of way, walking up to anybody any kind of way, you know, because it's a joke, it's social media. Why are you taking it? Whatever the case may be. Nah, I don't like that. And that, I, I just think it's sending the wrong message to a whole future generation that's going to grow up. The, the only way we put a stop to that is to stop engaging with it. Like stop engaging yeah, with that content. Um, anybody who sh continues sharing that kind of content, you just mute them, block them, whatever you have to do to not see it. And that way you're not giving them that view, that click, that engagement. That's that's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, like like Jovi was saying, I, I think the shooting happened outside of like a Target or something. Like, or, or like a Walmart maybe. But that didn't all go back to like the the Instagram comedians that be like in these supermarkets and stuff that be bothering people. Like, yo, one of these days you're gonna yeah, find I hate those like, yeah, I don't I don't like stuff like that. I'll be thinking like, damn, what if that was my mom? Or like, so I don't be finding none of that funny. Like you got dudes ramming shopping carts into people and like for a reaction. Oh nah, that's different. Post it, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? I can respect the the I the the actual funny IG comedians that are creating content on their own, not bothering nobody. You know what I'm saying? But the ones that like actually go out to places to like bother people with like the hidden cameras and stuff, like that's not cool. Cause one day you're you gonna meet somebody, you're gonna meet the one, and they just gonna like like the boy that got shot outside of Target or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, had he known not to really play with people like that, he probably would still be here today. But you know, things happen when you when you mess with But the you life. mentioned you mentioned actual like like comedians who are just kind of getting their start on Vine or getting their start on Instagram. Like Desi, I feel like Desi is genuinely funny. Like yeah. his his skits and stuff are like relatable. They're like they're funny. That's comedy. Or um the guys from what is it, Southside? It's like they have the um what's the, what's the dude's name? Drewski too funny. Juicy too funny. Haha Davis is from Atlanta. Drewski's uh, funny, yeah. Yeah, Drewski's like pretty Drewski's funny. funny. Oh, yeah. I like them. Hilarious. Uh the oh, the guys from off of Wildin' Out, they linked up and they have like a comedy, a comedy show on like YouTube. Oh, the 95 South something like that. 85 South, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like they're generally funny and they're not out here doing dumb like skits bothering people. Like they're just letting their talent speak for themselves. So there's a that's difference. Another, yeah. Perfect. That's another example of, of letting your talent get you, you know, your quality, get There's you your, your attention. Those you are know, the ones. Just be yourself. Be genuine. You yeah. know. Those are the ones but, that deserve the gratification, though. Like, yeah. they actually, that's like their craft, and they're like they're actually talented. What they like, exactly. Yeah. And it's funny. I, I'm and Duke. I'm curious to know, like, because you work a lot with athletes. I'm curious to know. I know for myself, I see a trend going down in the sports where people are are, are trying to put the fame, you know, before the work, whereas they're so worried about, you know, how many offers they get and everybody, this is a big thing that you see now, blessed to receive an offer from such and such and such and such. Like, as soon as you hear from a coach, everybody wants to put that out there. Everybody wants to get that attention. Oh, he's got offers from here. He's got looks from there. And that's becoming a big thing. Like everybody's worried about how many offers they have instead of which ones are the right ones. Everybody's worried about how many bodies they caught you know, uh, on the court or on the field instead of worried about you know, the, the actual fundamentals of the game. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I, I see it trickling down to the sports level. You working in, in sports a lot. I'm sure you probably see that. I feel like it's it's taking a toll on the game. Yeah, you know, um, that's funny that you say that because a lot of these schools, if you, for, per se, right, um, you're, you're a guy who's in between the D1AA school and major D1 school. Uh, and Alabama offers you, right? 
and you're like, you want to tell the world Alabama offered me because at the end of the day, if Alabama offered you, the other schools are going to bite. So some of those kids, they don't know that ultimately it's going to make the other schools like want to be interested in you. But that's typically what it's it's used for because if I, if Alabama sees something in you, obviously like there's something going on with you. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of kids, they be doing it for attention. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So like I understand that that aspect, but like this. this yeah, are you this saying age that is- sometimes sometimes it could be used for leverage? Yeah, leverage and sometimes a lot of kids they just focus on yo how many offers you got because if you got more offers than this other kid that makes you better than the other kid. No, not necessarily. Like, I feel like I feel like you made a good point. Like when you're saying like people have to post like their offers and stuff. How do y'all feel about like the regular average person on Instagram that that has to post everything and what they're doing because they think like people care about it? Do y'all feel like it's it's the same thing? Like it's the same like Shout you, out, you, honestly we, we're hanging out you have to post that i'm with you and it's like damn bro like i even know people to know i was outside like you know for sure let me be let's be in a moment you know what i mean i i really i don't care about what people are doing on our everyday lives you know what i mean like obviously if i talk to you on a regular basis like i'm gonna question like yo how was your day would you do it you know they're gonna tell me but like a legit stranger i'm not really interested i'm i'm it's people I'm not that, that, that that constantly like, you know, majority of people, you know, you might add some people that you don't know on Instagram, but it's people that, that go on social media and just be like posting like their whole day of what happens because they feel like other people actually care or going to interact with them based on like what they did or what they post. I feel like it's kind of like the same. Yeah, in this, at this point of social media, I don't think it's people thinking that their followers care about what they're posting. I think people are just literally addicted to the likes, addicted to the views. Like, like dopamine gets released every time you see a notification on your phone. And I think that's what people are addicted to. That engagement, like the amount of people who swipe up and want to say something about the dumb shit that they're posting, that's what it boils down to. I don't think people really think that people care about what they're posting. It's just that it go, everything circles back to that engagement. Um, but shout out to Instagram for having that option to mute uh, people's stories. So I don't see that because a lot of y'all, uh, hmm, okay now. I mute all three. Sometimes some if I gotta if I gotta sit there and mute all three, I'm just gonna unfollow you. And I don't even care if you return the favor. Like that's cool. Cause at this point, you're like, I don't, I don't want to align with the content that you're putting out. So why would I sit here and act like I'm no, none of that? But if I just like if you just doing too much on your story, but I still wanna like see what you post on your feed then I'll just mute your story and whenever you do post on your feed then you know you might get a like or two here and there but if you doing too much on your feed and on your story baby you gotta go <laughs> gotta go I know how y'all feel about people like who um who post their like hospital bracelets I don't like that either it's like yo like are, that's are you, right there you, with people who post themselves crying like yeah like are you, yeah that's crazy. a bigger one for me you want somebody to be like oh what happened to you today you know don't get me wrong i fell for it a couple of times where like somebody posted themselves in the bed or something i'd be like damn like are you good like what happened because i'm just yeah. genuinely concerned but it's like bro you could have kept that to yourself and just told the people around you that you're cool with because at this point you're just looking for people to be like oh my god what's wrong what's wrong and this is like you know what I'm saying? People will actually be falling for it, but like, so is that is that clout or attention? Attention. Like that, that's attention because you don't get famous for it. You just get like it. It's, it doesn't matter how many people. You know, it's not like they're gonna blow up from it. It's just if you're famous, I think it's it's clout. It's like famous yeah, people. Famous, famous, famous people be doing it too. Like I mean, you already have clout. With that. You know, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're famous you already got yeah, you got a, a big blog that will post them and be like oh so-and-so's in the hospital hope they get well and you know what i'm saying it's just like come on like, how many of y'all follow those like vlog pages like the shade room like the shade room like, i actually don't, I don't, I don't follow the shade room because i feel like it's like super negative but i do follow ball alert because i feel like they actually post news like i mean they, they post they post a little bit of like everything but like the shade room is like really like toxic type of like energy, you know what I'm saying? Like they post like the gossip. Like I feel like Ball Alert is like a, a even amount of everything. Like 
I didn't. I never felt compelled to unfollow. You don't have to explain yourself to us. So it has to be reality. No explanation. I don't need no clout. No attention. No. I filter. I follow Sharon, but I filter what I watch though. Like if there's like stuff that I find like real interesting, I might send it to y'all. You know what I mean? Like, all right, like the no, house don't let him downplay y'all. He gonna definitely send yeah. it to us. I know it's like up them DM. it's like no, we're not no, in a group sure. chat Remember together like and he that. doesn't send us stuff. I'm like, bro, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> You're a part <laughs> of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so there was a house on there was a house on Say Cheese. Say Cheese uh made this house that was like a verified house. And it was like all the influencers would get a check on their house if they're verified. How do y'all mental feel illness. about that? Is that more so like mental, clout? Mental illness. That's what like that you is. Like you need that verification. You need that like verification even on your home, as if home invasions and stuff aren't still a real thing. Like, what's wrong with what is wrong with people for real? I don't for even real. want nobody to know where I live. So why would I want my shit to get verified? Like. You know, that's, that, that's that is a little cool. weird. Like, Rob here. You're letting me know that you possibly could be somebody. So, like, hmm, let's let's run down on you. Why not? Let's let's try it. It's like a 50 50 chance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't know that, like, anybody can get their account verified on Instagram or Twitter. Like, that's something that you ask. Like that's not something that just magically happens after you get a certain number of followers. Like you can request that. Like that isn't. What, is what does that even mean though? Like verification. What does that that check mean? Like why? Exactly. Exactly. It's the like, dopamine. You like uh, you need to tell them why you feel like you should be verified type of situation. Like I like verified. Like even that even that term verified by who? Yeah, exactly. Like what is like what are, what are you verifying? There's some. This reminds me of, there's a, y'all know who the rapper Omen is? Uh, signed to Dreamville. He's That's a rapper from scary. Chicago. <laughs> the Omen. Nah. Not the Omen. His name is just Omen. He had a, an album called Elephant Eyes. And on one of the songs at the end of the, at the end of the song, he was going on um, kind of like a tyrant or a, is it tyrant or a, What's it called when you go on like a like a you tangent? Tangent, a tangent about how like you like he's verified and you can verify that he verified. It was like some some bullshit, but it made me think of it. Check out the album; it's good. Elephant eyes, Omen. Oh, so we just got an update that the verified homes was a prank. So uh-huh. that was a hypothetical. They pranked us. Yeah, they got us. <laughs> here they go with that clout stuff again wow so, like, yeah that, that, that's, that's, that's definitely clout right there that's definitely clout. Right. there was no point there was no point in that prank at all. he's over there he's about. over there working like right. a, like a secret spy what they, hey, what they got me. is talking about it that's my biggest thing as soon as i hear something i i have to look it up because you'd be looking crazy the times that you don't i've i've no i've looked at articles like yo did you hear blah 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 happen then lo and behold i was like yo did you did you read the article and i was like oh damn that, that's not what happened. I'd be calling for that. I honestly, whenever I scroll on Twitter and I see like a headline to an article that that is, it's clickbait. I know it's clickbait, but I'm not gonna click it. I'm gonna just read the little headline and draw my own conclusions. But when yeah. I share, when right. I share my own conclusions, I always, I always give a prerequisite and I tell them like, yeah, it was an article that I didn't read, but this was the headline, and that's this is what it made me think of. I always give that, you know, so I'm very transparent that I might be on my bullshit and I might be wrong and that's okay but you want to know what's funny about twitter twitter before you retweet something like an article they actually ask you first like are you sure you don't want to read the article before you like get a chance to retweet whatever sometimes i just be retweeting like because i like the headline but like i'm happy they added that i'll be like like, i'll be like damn like maybe i should read this before i retweet like (laughs) and he still click nope (laughs) yeah i'll be like "Eh, sometimes not really other times I'd be like, all right, let me read so I, you know what I'm saying, so I know what's going on. But Did you peep that they added to uh, Facebook, like right before you share an article, it would say, do you realize, well, it's not do you realize, but nonetheless, hey, bro, this is articles from like four years ago. Are you sure you want to reshare it? Because that's how a lot of people are getting caught up, especially with all this politics and mess that was going on. Oh, yeah. I remember my grandparents going in, they saw some Trump did something or 
Biden said something, they'd be like, oh my God. They started running up, like, oh my gosh, can you believe they did such a thing? I was like, I was like, grandma, I mean, this this is from six years ago. <laughs> this man wasn't even in office. <laughs> Instagram was, like, was oh. doing that too. Around the time of the election, they was like, uh, if you want to share something, it's like, oh, this is possibly fake news according to such and such, blah, blah, blah. They'd be like, damn, like, it was a couple of things I really didn't agree with that that Instagram was calling like fake news. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. I'm this shit anyway. I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> I'm going to share this shit anyway. Yeah, I'm sharing this. I don't, I don't care what you said. <laughs> They'd be like, are you sure? Wow. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is wild though. Like, cause you can't help it. I know it's a free country and everybody has the right to say whatever, but it has to be some type of regulation. Like, how do you how do you regulate between people just talking crazy and doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and you know, just allowing people to just say and do whatever? Because I mean, there is no way. There's really no can't. way. People be having some dumbass opinions, but can you sit there and say that's a dumbass opinion? Uh, yeah, you can. This I mean, is this I mean without era. looking like a jackass, though, for real, for real. Yeah, this yeah. is the era where like people. Are like having opinions behind computers and would never have those opinions in person. So it's majority like, of Twitter. Yeah, yeah, definitely majority of Twitter. A lot of the people that be on Twitter are really introverts that be real loud on Twitter and like talking big. And it's like, hold on, bro, like you're actually really quiet in person. Like, what's going on with this? Like, I'm confused. Like, that's what's uh, like one of those things with like group me, if you remember when that first got popular back in the day. It like combined a whole bunch of introvert and people who are just, I mean, quite honestly, it's, just, it's like the Twitter crowd, honestly, but nonetheless, it put them all in the same room and you just saw all these wild personalities of people who are just like nothing like who they are. They even look, look like who they were. I mean, it was, it was chaos. It, it felt like an episode of Catfish, except it was like 30 people all at once. It was crazy. People actually, people actually acknowledge that they're not the same in person as on Twitter. Like people would be like, oh, if you see me tweet, mind your business or whatever. And it's like, what? Like, so is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because on one hand, well, playing devil's advocate, right? On one hand, you have people who are completely different in person. But on the other hand, this is their, a way for them to, you know, give an outlet. It's a way for them to kind of explore a different personality. So it may be a positive for someone. I don't know. They may step outside their comfort zone in, in the Twitter atmosphere. It may, it may help them. I don't know. Um, just playing devil's advocate. Me personally, I, I don't think that you should be any type of way behind a screen that you can't be in person. But like I'm saying, if you're, if you're that person that can't, you know, speak up for themselves, but they can speak, is that, you know, a positive thing? Is there something positive that can be taken from that? I, I mean, it goes back to what we were saying about clout chasing, honestly. I mean, it's all a tool. It depends on how you use it. I mean, I've we could say how much we hate or dislike or love any social media app. And I've made some great connections just off just being able to have the interaction that I actually owe it to the app for that to even happen. So, I mean, I do enjoy that aspect of it, but I do enjoy watching the, I guess when you just get to lurk in the, like uh, a way and we just watch the interaction happen. It was, it was always interesting, especially for me. Like I'm someone who grew up and I moved around a lot. Like I really don't have like a true, I wouldn't say grounded to a certain place with like this certain clique of friends like a lot of people have. Like, you know how people go back like, oh my God, fifth grade year was me, blah, blah, blah. We, we all went back to elementary school. I like, I have none of that. So me watching all this social interaction that I pretty much missed out on because only friends I really had were the people I knew that I had to go make new friends basically. So learning and like understanding the whole seeing the full cycle of what friendship is how people come together and just people just learning what friendship is actually like actually putting up those boundaries that people don't seem to understand you know like that's like i would say that's like the biggest plus from it all the social experience of everyone being together because i mean they all tell you we're all social beings we like to connect with other people i mean some people like to get away you go back and forth but I mean, that's just the huge difference from in the past. We just able to, to reach out more, but I just think like a lot of things in this world, too much is harmful for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely a lot of, too much in anything is very harmful. Um, but I got something just popped up in my mind. I was thinking about that, uh, that Erica Banks 
song was the Bus It. The Bus yeah. It challenge. Is that is that for clout? Or is it for attention? I don't think she started the challenge, so it wouldn't be that. I'm talking about the the people posting. I guess it's oh, the, yikes. The, I guess I'm just being. I'm, I'm just asking a question here. I'm just asking a question. I don't think we can answer that. Yeah, Th- that's that's who it's about it's for, to get Joby. canceled. Yeah, I, I, I didn't do the busted challenge. I can't. I can't answer. I can't answer. And women weren't the only ones doing the busted challenge. <laughs> I'm sure they weren't. I'm, just I'm like the silhouette sure. challenge, women weren't the only ones doing the silhouette challenge either. But I think that that could be both. I think that could be both. I think so, like attention and cloud i think it fits under both of those umbrellas because for some people it they did get enough attention where they got quote unquote put on and now they got a little clout because maybe they were a person who like didn't really show their body but then felt ever so inclined to do this challenge and then they got this bodacious shit that they now put in on camera and shit and now they got a little clout because of that um and other people who like just always are showing their body because that's what they want to do and now they're getting a little more attention you know it, it i think it's both to your, you uh, to your argument mike uh from earlier i think that like if we're talking about the silhouette and busted challenge i know that was one of the things that I've not necessarily learned, but I've seen that a lot, a lot of more, I've seen more women than guys do it. So I actually didn't see any guys do it. I was shocked to hear that part. But um, more women know. just felt more comfortable about I themselves. I've seen one guy. I, I haven't seen the Bible. Any. <laughs> but, oh yeah, <laughs> I did see that one. I meant that people actually like did the challenge or I don't know if that counts or not, but. Yeah, I mean. I see a lot more people just build their self-confidence within themselves. I, yeah, I love, I love to see confidence. I love to see that. I got a question. Um, so this is honestly, this is like a Twitter topic that I happened to scroll past. Um, but since we brought up these challenges, it was like um, the girlfriend or the girlfriend had asked her significant other uh, if they were comfortable with them doing whatever challenge it was. It's, I want to say the bus challenge. And the, the guy was like, nah, don't do that shit, right? And she ended up doing it anyways, and he left her. Like, is he is he like doing too much for like oh, you know having that reaction? Much. No. Let me finish. Damn, is he doing too much for having that reaction to it, or like was she doing too much by like going ahead and doing the challenge anyway? Neither one of them did too much. I feel like look, it's like it, it comes to this right in a relationship you're going to have to understand that certain things are going to make your partner uncomfortable and certain things are going to, you know, you don't, you don't want to do. If you really care for somebody, then you're going to take their feelings and their opinion into consideration, right? That's why I felt like he wasn't doing too much because he probably felt like, look, if I, if she asked me if it bothers me, I told her it, did, it would bother me and she still did it, then she didn't take his feelings into consideration. And let me go to the other one because I see you about to say something. And I <laughs> that she didn't do too much either because if she felt the need to do that, and she felt like he couldn't support her or she felt like he couldn't, you know, if, if it was a problem for him, then obviously they don't see eye to eye on that. And then maybe it's not best for them to align if they couldn't come to an agreement on that. But I don't think either one of them should have to, you know, obviously it's, it's up to you how much you want to sacrifice in your relationship. But if I'm talking to somebody and I tell them something bothers me, I don't want you to do that. You know, they, they take it upon themselves and they feel the need that they have to do that for themselves. Then obviously what I need and what they need don't align. So we probably shouldn't be in a relationship. But you know, what if, if what if she hadn't asked for like permission and, and kind of just did it, and then the blowback was like he ended up. Leaving. Once it's the same. Change? Once again, it's the same thing. The conversation is still going to be the same. You know, if, if it bothers him, then he's probably going to ask her to delete it. To delete it. If she doesn't want to delete it, then that means that it's something that she wanted to do. again. They don't align, but I don't know. Me, yeah, me personally, obviously, as men, we don't have a right to tell a woman they can or shouldn't do anything like that. But if you're in a relationship, then it's give and take. It's if this bothers me, you don't do that. You, I wish you wouldn't do that. It's the same way as somebody talking to you crazy. You don't like for me to talk to you like this. Well, I saw me to have to change that. So it's the same thing, but it's not a, it's not a, a thing about controlling a woman or anything like that. But if you're in a relationship, you don't want, you don't want your, your woman's stuff out for everybody to see. No. Mike, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I, I think you missed on, I guess, 
one point and it's just more so having respect for your partner you know and, and that's typically where it lines you know um having respect for your partner of like whatever you do is a reflection of me so you know if you do this and my friends that follow you see that they're going to look at me crazy because that's not what we put out there so you know i think it's just a sense of respect but you touched on everything you know, you t- you said that perfectly, but I-, I feel exactly you know where you're what you're saying. But also, there are women out there who are just going to do what they want to do. There are men out there that are going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. Um, but if you know they do that, then you know obviously that's not your partner. There you go. Like there's there's women out there that are that are you know that's not saying anything about you as a woman if you feel like you want to post a challenge or you want to post your body or anything like that. That's something for you. That's that's. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So there's going to be a man that aligns with you personally, but don't try to feel like every man has to accept that and every man has to be okay with that. Every man doesn't have to be okay with you posting your body, right? That's you. That's what you want to do, and that's cool. So find a man that's going to be okay with that. But And everybody's different, too. Yeah, everybody's different. So respect the men that aren't okay with it. And men respect the women that want to do that. Everybody just has to respect everybody's differences. But we, we always want to point fingers and say, oh, you can't do that, you can't do that. Man, I'm I'm not in a relationship with you, so I don't care what you do. But, Facts. You know, that, that's what it comes down to, you know. But like I said, it goes both sides. Women can't can't come down on the men that do have a problem with that either. I'm not I'm not mad at that response. That was a nice politically correct response. Yeah, you no, got no, that's real. That's not political. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Y'all did that. Y'all did that. <laughs> hey, nah, but but also if you're doing a busted challenge and it's coming directly to me, keep doing that. I need that energy. <laughs> Look, I want all look, that. I need a silhouette, do the blue light I'm and a red light. Dead, yo. Look, this this will I'm probably dead. be a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But I mean, I, I don't know if women understand that men will, we can look at something, looking at something and wanting to be with something is something completely different. I've heard women ask questions like, well, you don't want me to look like this. Then why do you like it? Or why do you give it this much attention? And they like I said, this might be a topic for no, a whole different yeah, But We can look at something and want it and not want to be with it. How many of those chicks are getting white? I mean, you know, but whatever. I'll leave uh, that alone. Snap. Um, I'll, I'll leave that alone. You know what? Topic for another day. We're going to put a pin in that. We're going to put a pin in that. <laughs> but if y'all, our listeners, if y'all want to continue that conversation and let us know what y'all want to hear from us next week when it comes to that, go ahead and talk to us via our hashtag. Again, that hashtag on Twitter is hashtag top, the number five, I-V-E pod. That's top five with the number five ive pod let us know what you thought about this conversation so far or maybe what you think you're going to hear from us about this conversation that michael just brought up because i think that's a hot topic and i think our listeners may have a lot of opinions on that because i think that's a good one but we're going to switch things up and we're going to hop right into our um put you on segment remember that this is the part of our podcast where we try to put you on to something that we probably enjoy this week or something that we think you all would enjoy. Um, I'm going to pass the mic over to Michael for this one since you wanted to drop this whole bomb on us at the end of this little segment and whatnot. Go ahead. What you going to put us on to? Um, you know, I guess one thing I'll put people on to is not necessarily a book as much as it is a subject for people to research. But um, one of my favorite topics that I've I researched in history is the uh, the dynamic between Booker T. Washington and W.B. Du Bois. And, um, you know, they had an interesting dynamic in their approach to, to where Black people should go in the turn of, you know, the 1900s and everything like that. And one of them was saying Black people should be more vocational and should, you know, get to get to doing things that are practical for them in that moment. And another point of view was, no, Black people should reach for more and we shouldn't just accept where we are right now and being, you know, the best at, at what we are right there. So, um, it's very deep. It's a it's a, a conflict that's gone on from you know the beginning of, of time almost uh, for Black people here in America. Um, I do encourage people to kind of look look up those two people. They both did great things for us, and find out which one you agree with, which point of view you agree with. But Booker T. Washington and W. B. Du Bois. Um, so yeah, figure that out. Um, that's a good one. Very on brand for our historian, Michael here, our old head in the pad. Um, for me, um, I'm going to put y'all on to, uh, the stand up, 
Uh, it's called, it's on Netflix. It's called Sam J three in the morning. Um, I watched it randomly last week. I didn't even watch like the preview to it. I kind of just clicked play and I was laughing like loud throughout the, well, I'm not going to say throughout the whole thing because it goes up and down, but I found it really funny. Um, so I think y'all should check it out one more time. It's called Sam J three in the morning. You can find it on Netflix. Let me know what y'all think when y'all do watch it. You can use that hashtag I mentioned earlier. Well, I'll, I'll go next. I'll go next. Uh, I'll put y'all on to um, Netflix movie Malcolm and Marie. Uh, I feel like it was a. It's, it's the type of movie you probably gotta watch two or three times. Fire. To, to dissect everything that's going on because it's a lot being said. But I think the uh, the learning. Make aspect, sure you watch it with the captions on too. You gotta watch that with the captions on. You might not want to watch it with a uh, with a woman though. You know they might. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you get what I'm saying. But um it's a good movie to say the least. But uh he was dead ass wrong from start to finish. So uh, what what is the disconnect? He was dead ass wrong. Start to finish. Girl was selfish. She was selfish. She was selfish. And she she Yo, you know I'm still trying to understand. Look, look, that girl, hold on. Sidebar real quick. That girl thought that everything's supposed to be just given to her. Like you're supposed to work with things in your life. I you think, I think you, the you, talk, you need like to you realize did. she was sober as hell throughout that entire thing. He was a drunk mess spewing just mean shit from start to finish when all she wanted was a fucking thank you. He and was, she, no, get the was, fuck he out was of celebrating. here. First of all, all he, right, was celebrating, he was celebrating his accomplishment and she was mad at the fact that he, Forgot to say thank you. She and you know yo, what? Yo, she yo, 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 the movie she... up. Yo, give this okay, a put you right, on. Right, yeah, right, my right, bad, my right. bad, y'all. Look, right. you see, this you is why. Me you this just why, got me this why you should just watch the movie by yourself. Oh, <laughs> Perfect example. <laughs> proven, point proven, TV. Thank you, thank you. Anyways, you know, movie, wrong. What the good heck? movie. Oh, <laughs> Make sure you tune in. Dope. Um, I put you on this week. Uh, so. It's not really a put you on, but I watched Queen and Slim for the first time. I'm, I know I'm a little late, but yo, that was a really good movie. I loved it. Um, y'all told me to start watching some black movies without trauma. I, I did, but it still had a little bit of trauma in it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that, that was still yeah. trauma. Yeah. What is that movie? I didn't see it, but then they died or something. Trauma. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good movie. It was a See, really I, good film. It was a beautiful film. The huh. soundtrack was beautiful. Like the imagery, everything was great, but still traumatic. Was good. And I don't like how all the bad reviews, like on Twitter, movie critics, they said it was a bad movie. Like, don't listen to none of that. Just, they just didn't like the ending. Oh, just, just watch it. Just watch it. Yeah. And then my other put you on is uh, my crew neck. I'm right now supporting my man, Jawan Johnson for the Saints. Uh, went to Oregon. Uh, went to Penn State as well. So, you know what I mean? I got to support black business. He got his own clothing line. You know what I mean? Just hoodies, crew necks, hats, all you can get. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. And it's a, it's a cozy, cozy, cozy boy. You know what I mean? It's that type of weather out. So I'm vibing with my man. I dig, I dig. All right, so my picture on. TV, you're not allowed to say nothing for the rest of the pod. You really just, just be quiet, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, yo, we're going to finally watch it and I, I, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you on that. Watch it by yourself, Keith. No. I don't know if I'll have a choice, but we'll see. <laughs> so my put you on is, I want to shout out to my uh, homegirl, Charisma. She owns the restaurant Mia Lounge out in Beltsville. If you want to get some suya. And one of the things that she started doing was kind of mixing uh, African cuisine with, you know, American classics. So she has suya tacos and she even has suya pizza. And okay. what I mean, those things are fire. They are fire. Like I generally order two tacos for myself, or I order a taco and a pizza, and I'll finish it all in one sitting. It's that good. I love. I love me some tacos. What's it called? One more time. Mia Lounge. Mia Lounge. I'm. I'm. I'm going. I'm going. M i y a Lounge, and it's out in Beltsville. Okay. And she also is the artist, so she does a lot of uh, paintings. So she, you'll see when you walk in, you see all her artwork on the wall. She sells and I mean, she does a lot of different things. She also does, uh, what is it? Uh, drinking paint, sipping paint. Yeah, that's what it's called. I can dig it. She hosts those that. as well. Those are usually on Fridays. So I like that. I like that. That's dope. 
Well, folks, thank you for tuning in and listening. Let us know what you thought, what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, Use that hashtag on Twitter, hashtag top number five IVE pod. Um, And we'll tap in with y'all and see what y'all are thinking. See y'all next week. Deuces. Peace.